Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show I've got a hip-hop artist uh, who just dropped a new album this past Wednesday. It's called Let It Be Known. Yes, um, you can find it on Bandcamp. Uh, he's got a couple projects uh, in the past that are out on streaming as well. Rap Game Phony uh, just came out last year. Go listen to it. Uh, great production, great features, and... Um, yeah, I haven't seen him in Oakland quite some time. Uh, he stays out here in the in the uh, in Chicago area, and I'm excited to talk to him about his artistry and why he does what he does. So, Phonetic, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You bet. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Always. How uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm I'm feeling really good, and uh, you know I'm just doing what I can, you know, to uh, you know better myself every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. How are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was really good. Um, thankful to have, uh, you know, good family, good friends around me. Thankful to, you know, be here to be able to share my art. Thankful to be here right now. You know, yeah, so, man. you know, Thanksgiving is like my favorite holiday, just because of what we do with it. Not really yeah. necessarily like the history. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just it's just like the feeling of it. Yeah, so, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> what we, what it has become uh, modernized into what it symbolizes, like yeah. you know, connecting with your friends and family and giving thanks to them mm -hmm. and sharing a beautiful moment with them. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's. Yeah. It's always been my favorite holiday in that sense too. Despite yes, like the principle under which it was found, like the holiday. Same with the Fourth of July. You know. Yeah, like, exactly. A lot of holidays yeah. are kind of fucked up. Yeah, you know, we just come for the barbecue and all that. Right, we come for yeah, we, we come, come the conversation. We come for the tangible, uh, yeah. societal benefits we get with it. Yeah, it's what you really make. It. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, well, that's good, man. Um, so yeah. what we talk about, I'm Mr. Nice Guy. We talk love and fear through our passionate and creative minds, and um, we uh, we go back about what three, four years now. It's been a while. Um, you were, uh, uh, I met you through our good, uh, our good friend and colleague, Julius Dolls. Shout out to Julius. Mr. Julius Dolls. Mr. Julius yeah. Dolls. Uh, <laughs> um, he, uh, he told me about you for a while and he's like, dude, you gotta meet this guy Fanatic, dude. He's so chill. He's so, <laughs> yeah. You know how he talked. You know how yeah, Julius yeah, yeah. is, like, yeah. um, and uh, he, so we, I met through you through him, and then uh, we ended up. Next week, thing we know, we're uh, going down to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, together. <laughs> uh, we went twice, actually. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. you drove. You only drove with us the second time, though. Yep. Yep. God damn that <laughs> that fucking ride, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, it was a good time. It was. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was. Um, I I just love the, just you know the 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 vibrations in the air at South by Southwest. It's like everyone is there with the same intention. Like yeah. meet people, understand the industry, 
have a great ass time and just share what you do with people. Like South by Southwest is one of the most beautiful uh um like uh things to do in the industry, I feel. Like it's I wanna go I would go every year and max out every time if I had the fucking money for it. <laughs> but uh last year my bank account got severely dented because uh um, I accidentally uh, shattered uh, Jake's oh, uh, fucking man. back windshield. <laughs> oh my god! And we had to pay for that. <laughs> oh man! I remember he came out. He came. We were we were we were at a Raising Cane's chicken joint. Man! And you, you guys literally watched it happen from the fucking yeah. window. <laughs> I'm struggling to close Jake's trunk, and it just shatters. And at that point, he comes out and he's like, "Dude, I just want to go home, man." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one of those things where it's just like you don't believe your eyes. Like I was like, because I was feeling good. Yeah. Because the dude at the uh, Raising Canes gave me some free chicken. Wait, really? Yeah. It just like Damn. for some reason my card wasn't working. Like it was I had money on it, but it just wasn't going. Yeah, through. I wasn't reading. And he was just like, "Don't worry about it." Like I was I was trying to say thank you. Damn. And he was like, "Nah." And I was like, wow. Damn, so cool. I was feeling really good. <laughs> yeah, so this, this got out to a good start. <laughs> yeah. I look outside, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, God damn, man. I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, you know. Yeah, man, that was... um. But you know. Yeah, I mean it's a story, funny, funny story now. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. ended up we ended up like uh, what did we do? We uh, made a makeshift um, uh, back windshield with duct tape. Yeah, I believe we drove yeah, on the highway. Right, with something like that. duct tape and plastic wrap. Yeah, and we drove down the highway to our Airbnb. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that year, like we didn't have nearly as much like um, like intent with going as we did the first year but it was still a fun experience yeah. you know it all i mean it always is but uh and anything to get out of the cold weather too but um yeah so i guess like what were your biggest takeaways from south by southwest like i mean just like overall the culmination like what did it teach you as an artist your takeaways uh that like it's a big world like you you really are a um a small fish in a big pond you know, and I think that it's good energy, and at the same time, you should always be talking to people because you you never know. Like I still have friends that I met there, and I mm -hmm. still speak with to this day. I just spoke to somebody last night oh, awesome. that I met the first time we we're out here. You Damn. know, we become good friends. Oh, He's shit. important. He's all the way important. Damn, that's dope. We still to this day, like oh, awesome. randomly, just you know, saw him at this event. And then, you know, we just started talking about what we did. So it's not necessarily all about, uh, I'm going to meet this person and then the next day I'm going to be famous. It's really about who can I connect with, who can I find some common ground with. Mm -hmm. You know, just like us, mean we could have met anywhere, but, you know, we, we met in a way that was organic, yeah. in a way that it's like, oh, okay, like, what can we learn from each other? Mm -hmm. How can we help each other versus being this contrived, like, let me just always, you know, only reach out to you because I want this in return. Right. You know, so it always yeah. is, has been this rapport, you know, and that's why we are here today. It's because of, you know, the history and, you know, what we've been able to build mm -hmm. uh, throughout the years. So yeah. it's just like a mutual 
appreciation yeah. for for what we do and what we bring to the table. So that's really what South by Southwest should be for people is just, you know, don't have any expectations I tell. Seri yeah. I would just, you know Totally. Yeah, put yourself out there. You know, yeah. you never know who you couldn't. Seriously, man, yeah. like, yeah, you literally can't go in there knowing any, having anything, knowing what to expect, yeah. like, because you don't know who you're going to run into, you may think you're going to run into somebody and you may not, Yeah, yeah. I came with the fullest intention, and I just got lucky that I got to meet him, but I came with the fullest intention, I'm going to meet Nardwar, the human serviette, oh, and I was fortunate enough to uh, find out that... Dude was a, uh, he had a, a, a session as part of the festival, his video vault. Uh, and um, I got to meet him there. Um, and I got, and then the second year I happened to find him just walking down the street and I saw him and I like went up and talked, I like took a quick video with him and got to see him again, which was, un that was unexpected. Yeah. But the first time, you know, I was totally expecting to, but... You know, I very well could have missed his video vault and not gotten the chance to meet him. But, yeah, man, like, it is a huge world. And a lot of us are trying to navigate the industry in the same way. It's like, I think what it taught me, and you could definitely attest to this too, like, it humbles you. As beautiful as a, as a experience as it is, like, it does humble you with yeah. just how big the world is and how, like, you're not entitled to anything in the industry, no matter what your medium of craft is. Um, and, like, and that's okay, because, like, you have to, it encourages you and inspires you to, like, enjoy the process and, like, you know, organically just love what you do and, like, how it reaches people and, like, how you continue to build it. Because you shouldn't be doing it unless you enjoy the process of doing it. Yeah, like you, like you can, like literally, like you can learn something from every single person you meet. You know, like whether you're at South by Southwest or not, like you never know how someone's going to impact you, and you never know what someone, what little thing someone might yeah. have to say that could impact you profoundly. Yeah, yeah. and you know. I mean, when I was back, like, when we went, like, almost three years ago now, like, it, you know, I'm sure, like, I I would take away so much more going now than if I did back then. Because back then, I still had a lot to learn about not only myself, but about mm -hmm. what it was, like, I was trying to do here. But, but yeah, man, I mean, it is, it's fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you... That's so cool that you like talk to someone you met yeah. at that festival and still and yeah. there was also someone else I remember uh the the second year uh there was someone in like um that like bar that I came up to you and you were t she yeah. was an artist yeah. uh I think she was was she R&B or Yeah yeah Do you like, remember what her name was? Or? Yeah, her name is Lorene Chia mm. and um I uh was familiar with her music. She had done some stuff with Chance before the game with Khalifa and uh she just has a great story and uh like yeah she's just very talented so like and i had the opportunity to you know see her of course i went up there and uh connected a little bit yeah. so like yeah like you you just it's just one of those things you know it's everybody's there that and at the same time and they're just like 
like doing their thing, but on the other way, other side of town, it's like somebody else. It's like so much going on at once. So mm -hmm. it's, it's like you can't really cover everything. It's, you can't. It's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. You're, so it's like you gotta yeah. make it a point to be like, okay, I'm gonna be here. Like you, right. that's that's where you're gonna be. Exactly. Yeah. You can't yeah. like. You can. You have to put all the FOMO aside, man. Yeah. Like you, mm -hmm. you experience what you have time to experience. It's like going to Disney World. <laughs> You're not gonna do the whole fucking park in one day. Right. If you wanted to, like, and there are gonna be things that just happen to happen on a particular day that you're not gonna see. But you have. That's what you really just have to enjoy where you're at at that time. And if you right. really, really want to be somewhere, you you have to like force it in there. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Also, uh, every time I hear the song "California Vacation" by The Game, uh -huh. I think uh, I think of. Um, when we first were driving into Austin, yeah. like, because I remember I was, like, nodding in and out of sleep, and I think you were driving, and, like, Jordan Kellogg was with us, shout out to Jordan, um, and I think, yeah, I just remember that song was playing as we, it was like the sun was just starting to come back up, I was like, I, I got, like, no sleep. Yeah. But we were at least driving into Austin for the first time, and mm -hmm. I'm just hearing my heart beats for the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so fucking tired, like yeah. I was like, you know, damn near delirious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that song make brings me back the the memory of like us first driving into Austin, like at like seven eight a.m. Good times. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't take you back. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. so all that being said, uh, I got. To so I did a documentary uh, for a, a documentary class I took uh, mm -hmm. at UWM, yeah. and uh, I documented my trip to South by Southwest uh, for that for that class. And I, as part of it, I interviewed you. Um, yeah. yeah, I talked to you about um, <laughs> your you as an artist. I, wow. Yeah, man, that was so long ago. Um, wow. Yeah, dude, I talked to you, you talked about Karen's Legacy, yeah. uh, which was your the project you had uh, just released the year before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was 2017, man, that was a long time ago. But um, yeah, I talked to you a little bit about who you are as an artist and why you do what you do, which kind of like, uh, you know, is akin to what would eventually be the theme of this show. So... Um, I guess I want to revisit that while we're sitting here. I guess yeah. like uh, you want to talk a little bit about like how you started getting into hip hop music, uh, performing, and using it as a creative outlet for yourself. Yeah, like uh, I always break it down like this: like you know, I'm the youngest of three guys, three boys. Um, I always looked up to my brothers. Anything that they did. I did anything that they're into, I was pretty much into because I thought like, oh, okay, like this is who I'm supposed to be, like, or this is just cool, you know, I didn't really know too much about hip hop. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for them, right. I wouldn't really have my, you know, I wouldn't really know, like, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, I would know, but I wouldn't really, really know the history, and right. I, that's when I got into hip hop, but when I got into like writing, it was just really more of a way to, uh, of an outlet, just a creative outlet, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't know what it was going to become, I just would write whatever I was feeling, maybe write whatever I thought was cool. Um, then it became a, a a way of therapy for me to write, to kind of give myself this 
way of expressing myself, not necessarily letting anybody hear it, but let letting you know myself get to that point where I'm summarizing everything that I'm going through, and I'm kind of turning it into like this uh, this escape for me, kind of like this you know way to take me away from my reality in a way by speaking to it and letting it out. Yeah. Or you know maybe <clears throat> picturing myself. You know, as somebody that is like fake, super famous, or so. You know, mm -hmm. so I would play around with those while listening to like people like Pop, and, like his message, listening to people uh, like you know Nas, Outkast, just just inspirations from the nineties. Yeah, greats. and exactly, and you kind of just start off. You don't really know exactly what you're saying, but it you know, it's like, man, this is dope. Like I like this, and then it turned into something where. People thought I was good at it, so I'm like, "Oh, you think I'm good? Cool." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kept doing it, and um, I kept, you know, playing, and you know, and I got really serious with it, and I'm still doing it to this day. I, like, I'm still finding ways to get better at it. I'm still um, learning how can I affect people with my music. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking to to give people something that they need or you know maybe something that they just enjoy like it because when I release my art it's for the people you know even though I may have this intention I know that people are gonna you know react to it take it a certain way mm -hmm. so that's what happens when you release your art to the world is it's this uh, it's this feeling like okay this is out for the public now so however they feel about it well however they take it uh, you have to live with that because that's the brave that's being brave and uh, that's the cur uh, the courage yeah. that comes with being an artist <clears throat> totally. because people can say it's trash after you worked on it for like five years mm -hmm. those you know <laughs> yeah people will, yeah. people will shamelessly like you know uh bash whatever isn't yeah. specifically speaking to them yeah, yeah exactly and so I I'm very happy about the person that music has turned me into. Like it's it's really brought me to a space where uh, I'm not really scared uh, to you know to put myself out there, and I think that is like a superpower in a way. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, really. it, it brought me out. You know, I I would never do anything like this now. Like this really has brought my life to a space where I, I never thought it would be. And mm -hmm. it, it it brought me out of my shell. It, you know, it had me traveling the country, you know, so it's it's really crazy just how far I've come, but, like, I'm just happy with, you know, what I've been able to do, you know, mm -hmm. with it, so. For sure, so, that's beautiful, man, um, yeah, no, I'm happy, I'm, that's what art should do for yeah, you, sure. whatever it is, whatever it is you do, like, it should make you embrace the beauty in, in this life and in your friends and your family and uh, places you go, like, where you just look around and you just feel inspired by the air that you're breathing, man. Like, that's what art does to you, like, when you really find yourself in it. Like, you just find you, for one, you build a creative instinct with everywhere you go. So, like... You know, you're walking down the street and uh, you look around at the neighborhood you're in. You look at it from an artistic point of view, not just like an everyday, like, uh, person of society kind of view. You look at it like, man, like, I could, uh, I'm really, like, inspired by the way, like, you know, 
the sky looks right now, or the way these buildings look, or the way, like, you know, people are interacting with each other, that, like, you know, I'm just people watching right now, you know, like, I'm inspired by the way, you know, my household, um, you know, uh, like, different events and, and ideas and values that I was raised with, that you know, like, caused me to feel certain ways, and putting that into words, and, or putting that into pictures, so, um, yeah, man, like, you know, I love just looking around me and being like, man, that's a beautiful tree, mm. man, like, that playground, like, looks fun as fuck for all those kids that are playing mm. over there, or they're actively, like, you know, they're in perpetual motion, uh, in their own lives, you know? So, that all being said, um, so I know that, so Karen's legacy, um, I remember, uh, was a, uh, so it was kind of like a, an homage to your mother who had recently passed, uh, who, her name was Karen, um, and that affected you profoundly. Um, you also, you then released, uh, a, a myriad of singles, and then you came out with Rap Game Phony last year. Uh, I guess tell me a little bit about that project and I guess like what you wanted to speak to or like why you specifically wanted to put that project out yeah uh, it was something that wasn't even really planned it was just like one of those things where I'm like you know I was already working on something else and uh, Rap King Phony came out of nowhere it was just like it was an idea and it, it just turned into something I was making music with uh, you know Rob Red and Julius and I was like Man, how about like we just make a whole project mm -hmm. and um, it just came together. And but the whole rap game phony thing is just pretty much speaking to the phoniness that goes on in the industry. Like you know, just it's in the title, rap game phony. And uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of fabrication comes from both sides. So we kind of all play a part of it. You know, even me. Like you, you know. I need to feel like I'm the man. I need to feel like I'm living this life and I need to like, you know, talk about it in a way of like that makes people really admire me. So I wanted to be real. So I put the, the album cover up. The album cover is, is a Honda Accord, a, a, you know, fucked up, you know, crashed, recently crashed into Honda Accord. Why, why lie about my life? Why say that I'm, you know, driving a, you know, a nice car? Right, yeah. Well, yeah, when it's when it's not true. Yeah. So I, I wanted to put that out there, like, so rap game phony is just this idea of, um, you know, let's just let's just stop. You know, why why am I chasing this when that's not who I am? You know, so I'm just trying to speak to the real, and the real situation. So I'm not really trying to uh, be somebody I'm not. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. and I think that a lot of artists. Uh, no matter what type of uh, notoriety they get, it's really just the industry can kind of uh, taint the art a little bit because you may just want to, oh, I just want to make my art, but if you're in the industry, you're kind of involved with a lot of the politics, the business side yeah. that you may not necessarily want to be involved with, but it, it does come with the territory. Yeah. So you, and you're thinking like, yeah, I'm going to be real, I'm going to be doing this, and then it's just like a lot of the behind the scenes thing. Like, you know, the, the bond of the numbers, like, uh, the art is being taken advantage of, you yeah. know, just just point blank, period. Like, we, we know that a lot of 
uh, artists just want to make their art so they see opportunity they're like yeah I need to do that when really they didn't really have to do that or they just don't know you know and there's sharks out there so mm -hmm. you gotta watch out yeah so I mean that's really on you to do that research so I just I just came to a point where we live in a different day and age now and you don't necessarily have to be a part of something that you don't want to like you can put out your stuff as you want to as an individual and connect with the people that it connects to that's that's it that's all you have to do that's that's really all you need mm -hmm. so however you want to maneuver through everything else it's just like you just got to use your uh good sense and see like this is for me this is not for me uh because a lot of us have went through that yeah. you know dealing with people that didn't do business right that we thought like oh okay like this person wants to look out for mm -hmm. me like oh okay thank you they oh you want to help me yeah like you they, think I'm, <laughs> they sold themselves to you yeah. upon, like yeah yeah so uh it just speaks to all that but not in the bitter sense but just like i kind of try to make it like this uh this parody like rap game phony is like an actual label record label like with the stamp and everything and it's just like called phony records yeah. and so yeah i and i had a lot of fun making it so yeah yeah man i mean you're uh you're absolutely right like <clears throat> people love to uh you know they they take uh shots at opportunity you yeah. know they are they're preoccupied with what they can gain gain from yep. rather than like you know actually like you know taking into consideration that you know all of us have our own goals too that mm -hmm. you know we have to work hard towards every day yep. and yep. Uh, it makes it so like we want to trust people but we can't necessarily trust people you know like because you never know who's going to take advantage of you sometimes or like like i really want to trust people that like will reach out and say they want to help me do something but part of my instinct based on like you know past experiences or fears i have or just you know being vigilant like you can't necessarily just trust people because you like you know you can't let people uh utilize you rather than actually value you and take the time and effort and um you know emotional uh accommodation to actually work with you and be like yo you know like i actually genuinely want to like like I see me and you like going up together in this, you know, and like, um, and you're right. Like all of us have had some degree of phoniness, you know, yeah. it's because we have egos man. Yeah, like, yeah. and like human beings inherently have egos. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we, we're inherently selfish beings and yeah. we look out for our best interests, yeah. you know, and that's, that's okay. There's not, there's no shame in that, but it's about like, what are you doing to suppress your ego if it like, to, how are you like deflating it you know how are you like you know knowing when to let knowing your place in the industry or in your relationships with people like like how do you curb yourself us if, if you and I like although we do different things you know we're still creatives like something that you and I have to consciously you know remind ourselves every day that as we go day by day more and more into this journey we have to remind ourselves you know 
got to stay humble. You know, you got to play your part. Don't fuck people over. You know, if you owe somebody money because of a service they did for you, you know, you are obligated to pay them that. Um, you know, if you fuck up, you got to hold yourself accountable. More accountable than society will help hold you accountable. I, I think that uh, making a project uh, speaking to how seriously some people take themselves. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just even saying rap game, like, you know, we call it a game, like a game that you have to play, be strategic, maybe not show all your cards, um, maybe try to see down the line, how can I look out for myself? It's like how can, who can I meet? You know, it, this this whole thing of a game is 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 just that we can really take it there. And like you said, with the ego is just like right. Like me wanting yeah. to meet Nardwar that badly at some <laughs> point. So that that was me. You like just admire him. You know what I'm saying? I do, but yeah. you know that's uh, that is my ego getting ahead of myself there. Like I'm like man, like I like I'm gonna make this happen. Like I like it, it's it's like. You convince yourself that you're entitled to something happening because you want it so bad. And, you know, I once you get there, I'm like, damn, like, I actually have to wait my turn. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to just find him and be like, yo, Nardwar, yeah. holy shit, tell me what, like, like, yeah. you know, this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. um, do 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 yeah. You know, like, you can keep your head in the clouds all you want, but you got to keep your feet on the ground. So like, um, you know, like the egos make you feel entitled to something happening, um, and you feel the need that others need to compromise themselves in order to, to meet your needs. But really, the world just does not work like that, and everyone has to be reminded of that at some point. Whether they have to be remind, whether they remind themselves or whether somebody else has to remind themselves. And I, per, I for one, would rather have the former. Mm. Remind myself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So, no, uh, like, spot on, dude. <laughs> spot on. Um, so, in terms of this new project you just dropped this week, let it be known. For one, uh, tell me, I guess, uh, about the title. Yeah, let it be known has multiple meanings, and uh, it started. I say it started in in college. A homie of mine. The first time I ever performed ever on stage, I never performed before. I was like 18, and that's when I realized I was. I'm like, wow, like, cause, cause I get like, I would get like nervous about public speaking, and uh, what I realized is mainly because in those speeches I was thinking so much about the audience, not really what I was saying, but how it, people would, you know, view it. Mm -hmm. So I was starting to think about. Oh man, like what if I mess up? What if I look stupid? And you're thinking that the whole time you're up there. When it came to this music, I would be by myself with it. And I was so protected over, protective of it for so long. By the time I revealed it to the world, I was ready. Like I knew it. So I was nervous at first when I first performed. But once I got into it, they played the music. I'm like, no, I know this. Like, mm -hmm. whoa. I know this, and the passion came out. And uh, you know, a homie of mine, every time I perform, he'll be like, "Hey, let him know, you know, let him know." And it sounds so simple, but when you think about it, if you're an actor and you got lines rehearsed, 
you're not necessarily thinking so much. Uh, you're just like, well, this is what I do. Like, this is, I'm prepared for this. So I'm just in my element. And people look at it like, wow, this person, he, he just, like, he's really good at what he's doing. It's, it's preparation. But then it's also like, oh, of course the audience is viewing. That's what I want. I want them to pay attention to me. And then when you speak, you're letting them know your story. Mm -hmm. So it's like a duty. Yeah. So I'm up there letting people know my story every time I go up to perform. Especially if people don't know me, I love performing for people that don't know me. More. Let me introduce myself. Yeah. You know, my name is Phonetic. Like, I've, I've had some experiences in my life. Let me tell you about it. And I'm going to say it with the utmost confidence because this is me. Like, I'm not talking about something I don't know. Like, I'm letting you know who I am. And to me, that's like a challenge. That's like a challenge that I will take gladly because this is going to be your first impression of me. Mm -hmm. So if I have your undivided attention, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm about. Yeah. So bottom line, also, you know, just letting people know where I come from, letting people know my story. You know, I'm a first generation American. You know, my parents are Nigerian immigrants. So, of course, my experience is going to be different than theirs. Yeah. Uh, my dad came to this country when he was 27. I'm 27 right now. You know, he took a risk and uh, survived, you know. Mm -hmm. Me, I, it just tells me I have to take more risk in my life because I have this responsibility now being a first-generation American, having more opportunities than my relatives have. So what am I going to do with that? So do I just forget about, you know, what came before me? But also I'm, I live here. So I have to fulfill my duty here, obviously, for a reason. I'm here for a reason. So I think that everybody has to look at themselves and don't look at themselves as like, oh, this is a disadvantage. This is you. So I used to think that was like a disadvantage because I come here, you know, I go to school. My name is a little bit different. People laugh at my name. Uh, I go back there to Nigeria. People, they're like, oh, man, like, you're not, you know, one of them. <laughs> like, you know. And it's not really so much about them. It's really more so about me and, and not really having you know, a stronghold on my identity, but I am who I am. Yes, I'm, I'm Nigerian, yes, I have roots there. I'm also American, so that's a that's a, a great thing. I used to think that was a bad thing because I had to be like just one or the other, mm -hmm. but I'm both, you know, and I'm sure that a lot of people could probably relate to it in their own way. It's just that I used to think that was a bad thing, but no, like that's a really good thing because mm -hmm. I get the best of both worlds. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And, and I and I get to like really uh go back and see uh you know the the hardship there and then I get to come back here. Not everybody has that same opportunity. So therefore I have a responsibility to do what I can with it. I can't just ignore that because that's the position that I'm in. It's not really something that I wanted. It's something that I have. Yeah. So I am the bridge between that. So that's what I, I call myself is the bridge. So what am I going to do with that responsibility? So I'm letting it know my story, you know, about the T people of Nigeria. Uh, a lot of people may not know about that tribe, you know. So it's not one of the more popular tribes that people know about in America. So black and white is our color, so I'm talking about that. I'm talking about my experience with music and how, like I was saying earlier, I turned it into like a, uh, you know, a triumph because I'm turning tragedy into triumph. 
when I was depressed, when, you know, when I was lost, when I didn't know who yeah, I was. Music is really just what got me to that point. So I'm talking about every time I go through something, man, any, any challenge, any like bad time, like if, for instance, if I wrote about, man, like I smashed my, uh, my friend's uh, <laughs> car, rear window, windshield, yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm talking about it, it's gonna, I'm gonna do it in a way that I'm like, man, you know what? Yeah, that happened, but look, look, like, this is the journey. You know, look at what I've learned from that. Look at how I grew from that. What else happened? So, mm -hmm. I turned all my, uh, my downfalls, quote unquote, into something where I could look back and say, like, look at what I've become in spite of that. Look at how I got through that. Mm -hmm. And I come back with some lesson, you know, and that's kind of like what my music is. It's just that life lessons. Not necessarily saying that, oh, you should, you know, do this because this is what I learned. I, I don't want to tell people what to do. What I want to tell people is how my experiences kind of shape me into who I am. And I'm just using my music to tell you my story, but also tell other people's stories, my friends' stories my family stories. I'm a representative of all of that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't make music. You know, a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. So how can I put into words their story as well that normally people wouldn't hear? I'm putting it in a way that it can be very digestible for people to hear. and something of substance. So I like to think of my music of something of substance. So anytime I put something out, that's what I'm doing. So I'm letting it be known, like it's a statement. Let the world know who you are because who you are is important. There can only be one, you know, you. There can only be one Ben. So take that and uh, use that to your advantage. You starting this uh, podcast, you starting all this, Mr. Nice Guy, you had to, you, you're the one that created this idea. Like, that's, there's power in that. You don't know how many people that you may affect with this. And you, it started off as an idea, and you could have said, nah, you know, there's other, you know, podcasts, there's other, yeah, you know, maybe. But you did it, and you're still doing it, because look at the risk that you took. Look at the time that you've invested. So I think that you should look at yourself as, as somebody that's powerful, that's an individual, that can really do things for people. And you never know, you know, you just never know. So it's a statement. It's, I'm letting it, let it be known. And that's simply what it is, you know. Fuck yeah, man. That's great. That's, man, I'm going to go uh, go outside and, and uh, pick up a car and, and hurl it after that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I you got the palette. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I appreciate that, man. Uh, thank you. For sure, um, man. Thank and you're you. absolutely right, man. Uh, same with you, man. Like, you, you know, you created each project you made. All the uh, the vibrations in the air you created yeah. by putting the, this arrangement of of sounds and words together cohesively into a project that was done entirely voluntarily by you, by phonetic. You know, like you, no other person could have accomplished that exact same thing that you individually created. Um, and uh, you know that goes for any, like you said, that goes for any creative. You know that goes for anyone that started something, and like they created something out of nothing. Um, and 
this that's the closest thing we have to magic, you know. So man, that like that's real as hell, dude. Um, so, how um, how would you describe the recording process of this thing? Uh, very very uh, very smooth, man. Recording is always the best part because it's like oh yeah, you know, it's fun, you yeah, know. It's, it's, yeah. It, you just never know. Like it's different than performing because performing is never going to be the same. Recording, you can like oh, I don't like that. Let me delete it. Right. You can work on it as long as you can. Sometimes you work on songs for like months, a year, and you add to it. It's it's like I always like to say that the songs are like my kids. You know, you you had the idea, you created, you birthed it, but then it grows into something, and then you put it out, release it. Mm -hmm. It's ready for college. Yeah. Or I don't know. But like it's 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 really fun, man. Like the recording process was smooth. Um, did a lot with some friends, familiar faces. So it's always great. Like it was never a stressful time. Awesome. And it, and it, like I was actually working on this before Rap Game Phony, but since Rap Game Phony came along, I kind of put this on pause. So I wanted to do the Rap Game Phony first. And I think that was actually a better idea mm -hmm. because I waited a little bit and then um, I came back and all the, it just all came together. Like I didn't, I had no idea how it was gonna come together, but I kind of had a feeling like this has to happen because I would write before I would have the instrumentation. So I would write with this in mind, and it just it just came together. You know, it was it was really good. Awesome. It was really good. Great, that's mm -hmm. great. Uh, who'd you uh, work with uh, recording on it? Yeah, like uh, you know Julius Dolls, Mr. Julius Dolls. Mr. Julius Dolls. <laughs> of course, man. I, I love working with uh, him and Rye Bread, man. Rye Bread. My homie Ryan, man. Like, <laughs> Did very, you he's not. He's, Ryan. Yeah, like he's not. He has no like official moniker, I guess. Like, but um, he is uh, very talented, man. One of the best bass players I've ever heard. Yeah. One of the best producers, one of the nicest people. They're like, great, man. Just, just a great person. Just shout out to yeah, shout out to both of them. You know, I, my brother, man, I worked on my, with my brother Hater. Uh, that's his like uh, production name, Hater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's not an actual hater, but yeah. you know, uh, he's very talented. One of the best producers I know. Uh, you know, worked with uh, you know Nate Barksdale. Uh, great voice, yeah, of, great, of great songwriter, great talented everything. dude. Yeah, if you're in Chicago, if you're not in Chicago, <laughs> yeah, listen to Nate Barksdale. Nate, Nate is dope. Uh, Shatulani, another dude that went to HF. HF has like all these people that went there. Wait, wait, who? <laughs> Shatulani, like oh, okay. my homie Shatulani. I think he's a little bit younger. Oh, uh, yeah, than, than y'all like y'all class. Hey, HF breeds some yeah, greats, yeah. man. Great people. Like it's almost kind of scary. Like oh, it's yeah. just like so much viral shit some... has come out of HF. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know. Like man, I always wanted to go there. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. hey, maybe I would have went viral by now. But hey, you know, association that's good. Right. Um, you know, worked with my uh, homie Marco Stats. Uh, Kane, uh, Sunday, Janae Jones, like, um, Caleb, uh, we know him as Prof. Caleb, uh, yeah, the yeah. professor. The professor. The I was just with him last man. night, man. Yeah. He, uh, thanks for all the Miller Lights and, uh, <laughs> you know, for, uh, for just uh, speaking uh, wisdom into my head. That's prof. a good man right there. He and, really uh, is, man. And when you have good energy around you, it makes everything better. Yeah. So, I say that, oh, this is my project, I'll put it out. But at the same time, 
uh, it takes a village to raise a child. Like you, you know, I I reached out to these people, but they didn't have to do this. You know, they they decided like, oh, okay, let me work with Phonetic. And for that, I always want to thank the people that are involved with the creative process. It's always an honor to be involved with it myself when somebody reaches out to me, but the fact that I can work with these people and I actually happen to consider them as friends, it's like, wow, these are some of the most talented people. And then I actually get to have a friendship with them. Like, yeah. that's a very yeah. lucky thing. Totally. Like, that's crazy that we know all these talented people. I didn't have to, like, go up to them and be like, hey, man, I really like your stuff. Please, like, you know, please work with me. They're like, yeah, homie, keep doing your thing. Maybe I'll talk to you. I'll reach out to you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. they actually were interested. You, that's what you want. You know, you don't want to force it. You want something that's organic, natural. Like, let's just see what, what this becomes. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I thank them for, you know, deciding to be a part of this. Totally, man. Shout out to all those folks. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, what's next for you? Yeah, what's next for me, man, is like, I, I don't know. I used to be able to answer that question uh, a lot it's a, better. It's a loaded question, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, I don't, I don't know, but I'm very happy uh, about uh, the space that I'm in. And always there's going to be... I always say this, I'll be working on something, you know, for the rest of my life. I'll always be working on something, some new project, some type of idea, always. So whenever the next idea comes, I'm going to get obsessed with it and I'm going to see it through because I decided to work on this and I saw it through. I'm going to work on something else and see it through. Who knows what that may be? It could be not just music, but other things as well. Like, I, I definitely want to write more and, you know, I... That's something I, I definitely should do, and I think I should get better at, you know, mm -hmm. um, maybe get involved with film a little bit oh, and, um, you know, write a book, you know you see what I'm totally, saying, man, or man. anything where I can write. I decided uh, I want to write a book at some point. You, you really too. should. Yeah, man. you, you got to write you, a book, you, man. Yeah, you, you got the George R. R. Martin in Dude, here, <laughs> You got you got to represent, man. You gotta you gotta put out a book. You and I, you and I are both. We're gonna write some bestsellers, Dude, man. You gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta do it. I can I can definitely see writing a book. Uh, one thing I can say about you, man, is like you're you're really good with uh, words. Like you you're really good at, at putting something. Even like the things that I've said, like the way that you like take it in, summarize it, and I'm like, wow, like damn. Thank you. I actually said that. Like damn. Like, <laughs> like you said, the, it's like magic what we do. I'm like, oh shit, magic. And and like hey, just the, the yeah. nomenclature, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a science. And it's I'm an just like, thing. yeah. And I think, yeah, honestly, man. You should just keep doing it. Um, hey, you don't too, stop. man. Don't, don't stop what you're Thank doing. You. So, like, yeah, I would, I'll be excited to read that book, really. I'll, I'll be excited I'll be, to write yours, man. I'll I mean, be a customer. I'll, I'll be a supporter, man. But you're a lyricist, man. <laughs> I mean, you can uh, you can do that exact same yeah, thing could, with words, could, but yeah. put it over music yeah, ex and tell exactly, a story, man. Exactly. Words are... Um, Man, like the way you can, everyone, the way we can make words dance, the way we can make words, uh, you know, vibe with, um, you know, just whimsical energy, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, dude, totally. So, yeah. well, it's great to hear, man. I'm excited to see what you do next. The, the, the yeah. treasures that await us in 2020. Yeah, man, I'm excited about 2020. Yeah, dude, me too. Yeah. So as we close out, uh, tell me, Fanatic. What keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Um, my ideas, like, 
always want to make sure I'm doing all that I can in this life. And if I feel like, man, like, what am I doing? It'll keep me up at night and I'll constantly think about it. So that's what keeps me yeah, up at night. True. <laughs> yeah, true. Totally, man. What uh, puts you to sleep, though? What puts me to sleep, man? Uh, man, hmm, what puts me to sleep? <laughs> what makes man, me feel probably, all drowsy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn, uh, Thanksgiving food and you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the food combo, dude. I felt so bad, man. My family was trying to play some games after we ate dinner, and I was just dead, man. I dude, just, I, don't know, I, I laid on the couch and dude, I just, I don't know out. what he, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hang though. Yeah, neither could I. Man. But that's real Thanksgiving food. Yes, sir. Knocks you yeah. in the coma. Nice being on the show. Oh, dude. man. Thank you. It yeah. went by so fast. Yeah, dude, dude it does, man. Yeah. Appreciate uh, it. Check out uh, Bandcamp. Let it be known. Uh, Let it be known. Uh, Red Game Phony. Um, all that good stuff uh, out streaming platforms. Uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. <laughs>